No poem number seven, forgetting the bull. Astride the bull, I reach home. I am serene, at rest, and the bull is forgotten. The dawn has come. Within my thatched hut, I am in a blissful state. The whip and rope is now abandoned. Astride the bull, I reach home. Now I am in tune with my own inner energy. Is no more fight. And I reach home. And you only reach home when you are in tune with your inner energy, with your essence. That is what surrendering is. You have surrendered to the truth, to that which is bigger than you. No, there is no fight. Only then can you reach home. You can't reach home by fighting. Because it's natural. And it's not natural to fight. So if any fight is there, something must be wrong. So any fight in your life, and you are not in tune with the Tao, with the Dhamma, any conflict, and it must be something wrong. Because how can you make a conflict? Relax. When this acceptance has really gone in, you are in tune after a big struggle, big battle, big seeking, big adventure. No, you are astride the bull and you're going home. And the bull now is like a pussycat. You are in tune. You love each other. You have found each other. That which could kill you before is now your best friend. And that's how it goes with the mind. The mind can kill you. It's your worst enemy. And people, they kill others because of the mind. And they can kill themselves because of the mind. So when mind is gone, when the battle is won, then the mind itself has found its place. And the place is to be your servant. Use it when you need it. And when you don't need it, you rest in yourself, in Tao, in the truth, in love. That's what peace is. No, there is no more conflict. You have accepted, you have seen, you have realized how things are. 
there is no more fight from your side. No, you have surrendered. Then you write, and the bull will go home, you will go home. I am serene at rest. The bull is forgotten. When you are at rest, when you are at peace, when you are at home, you forget the bull. Because you are one. You are in tune. And when you need it, it is outside. When you need it, it is ready, you know. Because you have a love affair now. You are very intimate. So it's always ready. Otherwise, you can rest at home. And you forget it. There's no more struggle, there's no more looking, there's no more fight. Everything is like it should be. The dawn has come. And now, for the first time, the dawn has come. That's how it is when you get a new vision of life. No, you have seen the dawn, you have seen the morning so many times in your life. But now it's a totally different feeling. This happens again and again here. It happens again and again in satsang. For the first time people see. For the first time people realize. For the first time silence, love comes to visit. That's the, it's the new dawn. No, the dawn has come. And this dawn, for the seventh bull, it's come to stay then. It's a new beginning. Because no, there is no more fight. I remember myself when I said, it was a period, I said, the war is over now. And war is over, but the peace will never end. No more possible that another war can come now. The dawn has come. And this is not the dawn that comes and goes. No, no, it has come now. It's a totally new beginning. A beginning where you are in tune with existence, with life. Within my touched hut, I am in a blissful state. Within my simple hut, and the Zen people, the Taoists, they always had these simple huts, just some bamboo and some grass. And in that simple hut, totally blissful. Nothing is needed. 
nowhere to go. And it has another meaning also. No matter what you do, how you appear on the outside, you can be an emperor. And the emperor can be just a beggar. It depends how you are inside, how much in tune you are. And from all the traditions of the world, you had very evolved spiritual people who looked very raggedy, just in rags. It means that what your appearance is, is not necessary how you are. They don't care about the material world. They just go in rags. In India, you have even people, they go naked. They take it that far. But then you have most of them, of course, it's the other way. They think because they have raggedy clothes, they are spiritual. No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't depend on your appearance. It doesn't depend what you do. Because whatever you do from that place is right. Because you are not in the way. There's no mind, there's no ego to interfere. So if you have a straw hut, it's fine. If you have a palace, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Within my attached hut, I'm in a blissful state. The whip and rope is now abandoned. Both the whip and the rope is now forgotten also, it's abandoned. You don't need it anymore. You only keep things that you think you need. That's why I go on reminding you also, look at your life, what is it you really need? What is it that really supports you? What is it that may really makes you peaceful, make you happy, make you at ease? That's why it's important to investigate yourself, look at yourself, look at your life. How do I live? What is holding me back and what is supporting me? And then slowly, slowly, you drop that which is unnecessary. And it goes on and on and on till this point what he's talking about today. No, there is no more conflict, because there's nothing more to chunk away. No, the last things that was really, really helpful, discipline, awareness, even that is forgotten. What discipline you need now? You are in tune. You don't even need awareness, because you are melted with the bigger awareness. No, your personal awareness has done its work. It has found back to the source, to true consciousness. The little river has come into a big river. No, it can relax. No, there is no more struggle. No, you know, you will survive. When you are just a little river, any moment you can come to a hindrance and you can stop, you can dry out.
No, you have met the big river, you know. No, you are gone, and gone forever. Yahoo. Nor is the time when meditation disappears. Because for what? Everything is a meditation. You might love to sit, but it's effortless. Zazen is effortless. In the beginning, it's a struggle. It's torture. Because you haven't looked at yourself. You haven't found yourself. You haven't gone depth into your silence. You have to go through all the levels of restlessness, of chaos, of images, of dreams, of fantasies, of projections, of anger, of frustration. You have to go through all of it. That is the price you have to pay. When that is done, then automatically there is peace. But you haven't gone to those depths. You are still occupied in the different levels of chaos, of mind, of ego, of projection, then it's very difficult. Once in a while you get the glimpse, and then again the mind comes. That's why in the beginning it's very difficult. In the end it's very easy. When the battle is over, is very easy. That's why all these people say easy is right. But easy is right only then. It's not easy. <laughs> In the beginning, it's not easy. Don't fool yourself. You have to do the work. And not only that, but there's all the possibility that you don't want to come back into the so-called ordinary world. It was a time when this dawn had happened. I did not want to come back. I was living in the Himalayas and I did not want, I could see myself, this is it. For the rest of my life now, I stay here. I don't want all this hassle again. At last, there is peace. That was the feeling. And I will be quiet. Yes, don't say anything. Just go shopping, take my river bath, make my chapatis, no problem. That was very strong for a long time. But then the next step, again, that no, you have to listen to the whole. First, you listen to your ego. No, you have to listen to the whole. And then the shadows of the mind is still there. So I was resisting. <laughs> no, no, no. No, they tried to push me out in the world. No, no. Look now what happened. It's a fine mess. 
No, you all find peace. I have no peace. <laughs> in my little touched hut, I am in a blissful state. That's how it is. Uh, that's how it was. <laughs> Know the commentary. All is one law, not two. We only make the bull a temporary subject. It is as the relation of a rabbit and a trap, of a fish and a net. It is as gold and dross, or the moon emerging from a cloud. One part of clear light travels on throughout endless time. This is how it is. Now you are in tune with the timeless. It travels through endless time. All is one law, not two. We only make the bull a temporary subject. It is as the relation of a rabbit and a trap, or a fish and a net. It's just a question of time. Then it gets caught. When it gets caught, is finished. Then the job is done. Then. Know what? Then eat it and be happy. No, there is no separation anymore. All is one law, not two. When there is only one law, how can there be any conflict then? Hmm. Normally, so many laws, so many rules, so many ideas, then more conflict. If there's only one law, then how can there be any struggle? Not even Ten Commandments is there. Everything has gone into one. No more conflict, no more confusion, no only clarity. When there is fight, there cannot be any at easeness. Only when there is peace will there be an at easeness. Only then will you find peace. Like Jesus says, you can't have two masters at the same time. You cannot ride two horses at the same time. How can you? You have to choose, then you have to become in tune with that. You can't have two masters, means you can't have listen to your head and your heart. You have to choose. Very few people come to that. Then the struggle to really get in tune. No, you have chosen something deeper than the mind. No, it will take time to get in tune with that. You can't have two masters. Even on the outside, two masters is just conflict. 
You have to get in tune with one. If you have one, you are lucky. Then when you're really in tune with one master, when the real, then you are in tune with everyone then. There is no more struggle when you have surrendered. Surrender is the key. The let go. <laughs>